Are you looking for a space where you will learn to improve your mental strength, emotional health, and heal your insecurities from the inside out? Take the first step to living a more meaningful life with the Better Me with Body by Brie podcast. I'm your host, Brie. I'm a certified personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mother of three. I've helped empower thousands of women to take action through fitness, nutrition, meditation, personal development, and aligning thoughts with action. This podcast is for those who are ready to feel inspired and motivated to live a more purposeful life. Let's grow together. Hey girl, I see you. I see you trying so hard to lose weight and get in shape and you feel like nothing is working. I understand when you feel like all you do is restrict and diet and the skill still doesn't budge. You feel like you're on a hamster wheel and you can't get off. That's a miserable place to be and I have been there. I would not wish that on anyone. When you're trying to get in shape, it can be all-consuming. It can take over your thoughts and your life. So when you put all that work in only to see that nothing is changing, it can be super frustrating. So I'm here to help. I put all of my 11 years of coaching clients and I'm going to give you the tools that you need to get out of this cycle once and for all. A lot of clients are doing these things and they don't even realize. So here we go. Here are the six reasons you are sabotaging your progress and how to stop the cycle. The first thing and probably the most common that I see with clients is the all or nothing mentality. And if you've been following me for a while or you are a current client, you know that I am against the all or nothing mentality because it will trap you into thinking that you have to be perfect in order to see results. Or you think that you have to change everything all at one time to see a change. And this could not be farther from the truth. It's the main reason people quit with their fitness goals. They think in order to see results, they need to cut out sugar, gluten, dairy, lower their calories to 1,200 calories, and work out six days a week. Then if they have a moment of weakness and they eat some pizza, they've been starving for the last two weeks. So one slice turns into four slices and they top it off with some ice cream and a bowl of cereal, and they feel so sick and so mad at themselves that they decide to throw the towel in because they're just sick of letting themselves down again. And they think they should just quit altogether. Does that sound familiar? Here are a few steps to consider that will help you with the all or nothing mentality. The first is start small. It's okay if you don't tackle everything at once. In fact, I'd prefer you to start small. Decide what you can realistically do, and when you master that one habit, then add another one. I call this habit layering, and it's really helpful with lasting behavioral change. These are tools that I teach my client in all of my eight-week programs and my challenges. Another tip to overcoming all your all-or-nothing mentality is to be realistic. Know your limits. Know what you can commit to. You do yourself a big disservice when you overcommit because you don't want to break promises you make with yourself. It's better to be consistent and keep your word with yourself. The next is practice self-control. This is a tough one, but it's probably the most important one to master. Should you have that huge piece of cake? Probably not. But if you do eat it, you do, uh, do you have to give up and keep binging for the rest of the day or the week or the month? Or do you punish yourself by restricting your food intake for days, 
Maybe instead of indulging in a large piece of cake, you could have a smaller one and continue with your healthy diet the rest of the day, but avoid adding extra treats. So when you take a small piece, you're saying yes to to your desire to have some cake and no to your craving for excess. It's all about balance and self-control. I like to think to myself, how will I feel after? And usually if I have one piece, I'm fine, but if I go back for more, then I'll feel sick. The next one is eat what tastes good. Too often people are tempted to splurge because their diet is so bland. They're sick of egg whites, lettuce, chicken, and broccoli, as you should be because that's awful. Nobody wants to eat like that. And eating healthy shouldn't mean that you only need to eat bland, boring food. Life is too short for that. There are plenty of food choices that are healthy and delicious. So I want you to experiment with healthy foods and flavorful ways to prepare them. And when you discover a favorite healthy recipe or substitute, add it to your list. And eventually, you'll discover a way of eating that you can stick with all the time. The next one to help with your all or nothing mentality is to be satisfied with your efforts. Maybe you didn't reach your workout goals this week. Uh, Maybe you didn't run as long as you meant to or you skipped a day altogether. Does that mean you just scratched the whole week off as a failure and skipped the rest of your workouts too? No, it does not. Because remember, doing something is always better than doing nothing. Maybe you walked instead of went running or maybe you shortened your workout or you did two days of exercise instead of three. At least you weren't sitting around those 20 or 30 minute periods and you were doing something. So I want you to refuse to slide into the guilt pit and don't drive yourself to exhaustion with makeup exercises because you missed your other ones. Instead, acknowledge the benefits of what you did accomplish and do a little better next time. Anything you do to make your life better has value. A few yoga poses in the afternoon, a little bit of meditation on your lunch break, a low-carb wrap instead of a heavy pasta, a 20-minute walk or an earlier bedtime. It all matters. All those little efforts add up to a healthier, stronger you. Now, my last one for the all-or-nothing mentality is don't diet. The most important tip of them all, if you think that you're on a diet, you will automatically restrict foods and label them as good and bad. And I find that diets can lead to an unhealthy relationship with food and can lead to the all-or-nothing mentality, including the binge eating. So never go on a diet. Macros are not a diet. Macros are a tool to help you see portion sizes. So I would suggest just clean up your eating. Make sure no foods are off limits, which I preach in my coaching and my eight-week training programs and my challenges. I tell my clients there are no foods that are off limits. You can count macros and still focus on fruit and veggies and whole foods rather than processed carbs and sugar. You can eat these, but just eat them occasionally. I like to save my splurges for when I don't have control over my food. So for example, if I'm going out for dinner with friends, I'll allow myself to eat a little more treats or splurge on the burger. But when I do have control over my foods, like when I'm cooking at home, I'll try to eat as healthy as possible. And I'm always trying to hit my macros. Let's move to number two. The number two reason that you are sabotaging your progress is that your why is not strong enough. You have to have a reason that you're doing this. You have to know what is driving you because when it gets hard, and believe me, it will, you have to dig deep and remember your why. 
for me, I want to feel confident. I want to feel like myself again. I wanted to be the best version of myself and have trust and confidence that when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And that's important to me. When I want to cave and just give up, I think about where I was when I started. And when I started, I desperately wanted to be where I am now. So keep going. I keep pushing and I keep visualizing my highest and best self. And what I want is so clear that that's what drives me. One thing to note is you don't want your why to be superficial. If your why is that you just want to have abs, that might not be strong enough when things get hard. So dig deep and make it an emotional connection. Reason number three is you are not consistent enough. I talk a lot about this in my coaching with clients, but you cannot follow your macros for the week and then eat whatever you want on the weekends, then restrict again on Monday and expect to see results. What happens is you get diet fatigue. You are in a constant state of restriction and you feel like you're dieting all the time, but you're taking two steps forward and then two steps back again during the weekend. And you are not making any traction. Then your body gets used to this yo-yo of calories and your mental brain is fried from, from being in a diet for so long that you quit. So the goal is to pick an amount of time that you want to be in the zone or in a deficit and stick to it. Don't binge or cheat the whole time or there's no point. So if you do it for, let's say, eight weeks, then you want to reverse back out and go into a maintenance while you give your body time to readjust and your brain a break as well. You don't want to feel like you're constantly on a diet. Reason number four, you want instant gratification. This is very common with people who start a new program. They weigh themselves every day, and if the scale doesn't move the first week, it's not working, which goes against science anyways because your body retains water when you start lifting weights to aid in muscle recovery, and your body could be doing what it's supposed to be doing, but you're so impatient. You give, you don't give it enough time, and when I was competing, it took me seven weeks before I noticed a change, seven weeks of no cheat meals, hard workouts for an hour to an hour and a half day, and eating only clean foods, but I trusted the process, and my body responded, and it kept responding. But if I quit before I saw the results, I wouldn't ever get to where I wanted. You have to trust the process and focus on your daily mental wins and things that you're doing right instead of just what your body looks like or the number on the scale. Number five, you're only focused on physical changes. You cannot focus on just how you look. There is so much more to being healthy and fit than how you look. Believe me, I was 12% body fat and I was the most unhealthy I ever was in my whole life. My body was not healthy and I felt like crap. So instead of going off your physical appearance or the number on the scale, I want you to also pay attention to how much energy you have and your mood, and your mental clarity, and your motivation, how you see yourself, your confidence level, how you feel in your clothes. There are so many factors to look at when you're getting healthy. So don't lose motivation because you're only focused on the physical. Reason number six, and one of the most important, is you don't have to have, or is that you don't have a clear definition of success. You cannot tell yourself that you want to lose 30 pounds in six weeks because sometimes we don't have control over how fast we lose weight. Or if you don't lose the weight in that certain amount of time, you feel like a failure. 
I want you to define what success means to you and try to focus more on the input than the output. The results will come if you're focusing on your input and your effort. So maybe you're successful if you hit your protein goal each day, or you woke up early and got a workout in, or you included more veggies in your diet. Don't judge your success on how much weight you lose. That's not how you are successful. You're successful by how you respond to setbacks, how you show up for yourself day in and day out, how you speak to yourself, how you overcome that voice in your head that says you need to restrict. So there are so many reasons why you might not be successful, but here are my top six that I see with clients and followers, and I hope this was helpful so that you can overcome these common uh, setbacks and these common uh, sabotaging Uh, reasons for not seeing progress because a lot of times clients just are so unaware of it or followers are just so unaware that they feel like they're just constantly dying and dieting and they're never going to get out of it. So I hope this was helpful to you. If you want more information this week, my eight-week training reset challenge is on sale 30% off this week only. And if you get your, um, if you buy it, you get your first month of continuation for free. So it will go for this week, and then the challenge starts September seventh for eight weeks. If you're sick of doing this on your own and you want accountability and you want a coach to walk you through every step of the way, I got you. Just email me for more information, Bree at bodybybree.com, or check out my website and all my programs and my supplements. Uh, bodybybree.com. Remember, you are so much more than your body. You are capable, you are resilient, and you are strong. We will see you back here next time. 